What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Next Level Freedom Church podcast. My name is Trenton Cruz. I'm the lead pastor of Next Level Freedom Church in Jackson, Missouri. If you're seeking a church family that can help you grow in your relationship with Christ, or maybe you just want to check us out online, be sure to check out our website, www.nextlevelfreedomchurch.com. I hope today's episode will inspire you and encourage you as you fulfill the destiny God has for your life and fulfill your divine purpose in God's master plan. Thanks for tuning and God bless. But God is doing big things and I want to go ahead and introduce this guy. I asked him before service to make sure I got it right. He'll correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure. But uh, this is Aaron Michael. He's from Jackson, Tennessee. I met Aaron when we were members of Love and Truth Church in Jackson, Tennessee uh, through one of my mentors at the time, Philip, Pastor Philip Tabler, introduced us. Aaron has been a youth pastor, a operations pastor, and a, what's the last one? Congregational care pastor at Love and Truth. He just kind of worked his way up. And then he just resigned from being a pastor because God is taking him a different direction. So, and I'll let him tell you if he wants to tell you about that. So uh, we're excited for him. I'm excited to see him again, have him in the house. Those of you coming in, you probably saw us catching up. We were talking. It had been probably six years or so since we've talked. So other than on text about this. So uh, welcome, please, Aaron Michael. Thank you, thank you for that welcome. It's such an honor to be here, uh, to be back with Trenton and his beautiful family and this wonderful congregation. I was telling Trenton, I remember back in Jackson speaking about this, talking about what he felt like the Lord was leading them to do, and now here we are getting to be a part of it and see it. It's a, it's a tr- tremendous honor. It's a tremendous honor. And just to be here with you guys and to share what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart uh, just fair warning, I am a little bit of an old school preacher, uh, more of an interactive preacher, so if you feel like shouting out an amen, I'm perfectly okay with that. It'll probably help me preach a little bit quicker. <laughs> if a preacher's ever told you I won't be long, you have just heard him tell you the first lie of the day. <laughs> Let's go before the Lord in prayer before I start. You guys just begin to pray for a minute. Just go after him in your own way just for a minute. Just open up your heart. Let him speak to you. Let him prepare your heart and mind. And just love on Jesus for a second. Father, we bless your name. Lord, we love you with everything that we have. Lord, you're the reason why we're here. You're the reason why we've made it. You're the reason, God, why we didn't give up. You're the reason why we're saved. You're the reason why we're healed. You're the reason, God, why we're restored. You're the reason why our story ends in victory. God, we thank you for freedom. I thank you for your presence, God, that I feel in this room. I thank you, God, that you're moving and you're doing things that we can't comprehend and we cannot see. But we come to you today, God, and we say we trust you and we love you. And, God, we want to hear a word from you. Would you speak to us today like only you can? Holy Spirit of God, would you right now just begin to move on hearts? Would you begin to move on minds, move on lives, begin to bring answers to questions? Bring peace, bring healing, bring restoration, bring hope and wholeness. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being in this place. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here right now. Thank you, God, for moving. God, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We give you all the praise, the glory, the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Grab your Bibles. Go to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 16. We're going to read verse 19. In preparing for today, the Lord just began to deal with me on this scripture and lay a few things on my heart out of this passage today that I believe speaks to where we are as a nation, where we are as a people. But I believe also God is speaking to where we're going. I love how God just does not acknowledge the present, but he's a God of future. He's a God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He goes beyond where we are. And so I really feel like the Lord has given me a word today speaking to where we are, but also showing us where we're going and what he's wanting to do. Matthew 16, 19, when you're there, say, I'm there. You guys are quick. Matthew 16, 19, I'm reading out of the New International Version. It says this, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I want to read that again. I will give you, turn to your neighbor and say you. Turn to your other neighbor you didn't like enough to choose the first time, say that means you too. I will give you, say that's me, the keys of the kingdom of heaven, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I believe that we're in a season, we're in a time in our nation, in our world. I believe that we're in a specific time. If you look at the Bible and really look at where we are, where the Bible says we are, we are in a time where it is more important than ever for the body of Christ to understand what it is that God has given us to understand how God has equipped us, to understand how God has equipped us to move forward. I believe if there's ever been a time that we need to understand the power God has given us, the keys that God has given us, it is right now. Jesus speaking in this passage said, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. If you look at our world today, there are some things that need to be bound up. Would you agree? But if you look at Scripture, there are some things that also need to be released in the earth as well. One of the things that I think is so amazing is that this passage does not say, I will give your pastor the keys to the kingdom of heaven. It does not say, I will give those who have it all figured out the keys to the kingdom of heaven. It does not say, I will give those who know their Bible front to back the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. See, one of the thing about having keys, how many of you have keys in here? Keys give you access. Whatever you have the key to, you have access to it. You have the ability to open up that door. It is yours. 
It is your keys. And whatever it is that you access with that key, you have the authority to step into it. You have the authority to operate in it. You have the authority to take full advantage of it. So Jesus said, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. He also told his disciples, pray this way, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. See, we all have keys in the natural. But what I want us to understand today is we also have keys in the spirit. God has given us the ability to unlock things in the spirit that need to be released on the earth today. I put up a Facebook post, it's probably been a week ago now, that the reason why God, don't discredit your purpose, because the reason why God has you on this earth is because he has something for this earth in you. God has given us keys. God has given us authority. God has given us access. God has given us the power to unlock and to lock things in the earth. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. See, I think the world needs more than anything else today is a church who's willing and ready to bind up some things that the enemy's doing but who's also ready and equipped to go to the next level and release what it is that God has put on the inside of us. See, God has put something on the inside of each one of you, and he has given you the key to release it. He has given you the authority to release it. He's giving you the power to release it. But if we don't understand the ability we have with the keys that God has given us, we will live from a standpoint of powerlessness instead of living powerful. Whatever you bind will be bound in heaven. That's amazing to think. It, it didn't say, whatever I bind when you ask it may be bound. He didn't say it in loose terminology. He said, no, whatever you bind will be bound and whatever you loose will be loosed. How amazing would it be if we just begin to release some things? Let's not even talk about in our world, but in our family. How amazing would it be if we begin to bind up some things in the spirit, in our generations, in our homes, in the lives of our children, in our own lives, but also begin to release some things in the spirit. Keys give you access. Everybody say, I've got keys. God would not give you something if he did not intend on you using it. God would not give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven if he did not intend on you releasing it on the earth today. See, in this end time revival that we're in, in this last chapter of the world as we know it now, we're going to see one of the greatest moves of God, and we're already beginning to see it, that the world has ever known. But it's going to take men and women of God who will stand up and begin to call into the earth the kingdom of heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. It's the key of David to open up a door that no man can shut. God's given you the ability to release the kingdom of heaven in the earth today, to release that end time revival, that thing that God is wanting to do. See, it's not just going to take place on the pulpits. It's going to flesh out through the people. What God is wanting to do today is intended to flow through the lives of his church. 
not his buildings, his church, his people, the ecclesia, the body, the bride of Christ. That's why you see so much happening in the world today. That's why you see so many people who are nameless and faithless rising up and doing great and mighty exploits for God because God is calling people out. See, I believe that 2021 is the year of access. I believe that this year is the year where you're going to begin to see people who have been sitting in the background step out into everything that God has for them and use the keys that God has given them and release things. Would you just say this with me? Say, I will release something in the earth. Come on, now say it like you mean it. Say, I will release something in the earth. There's something in you that God put in you that only you can release. And you've got to stand up in the boldness of the Holy Spirit and unlock it. God's given you the power. He's given you the access. He's given you the authority. Whatsoever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. You can speak it on the earth and God will release it in the heavenlies. You can speak it over our nation and God will begin to release it. You can speak it over your family and God will begin to release it. See, that's one of the keys that you have. It's your voice. It's your ability to call it out. Speak those things that are not as though they were. You have the ability with the voice that God has given you. Whether it be loud or timid, it does not matter. You can decree a thing, the Bible says, and it will be so. It's a key. And isn't it amazing that in the time that we are in, we are in a time of unbelievable censorship. The voice of truth is trying to be silenced out of the earth today. The voice of the word of God's people is trying to be silenced in the earth today. But whatsoever I bind, whatsoever I release, shall be bound and shall be released. What we need more than ever regardless of if you are 10 or 100, is people who will stand up in the world today and not be afraid to use their voice to speak those things that are not. I know the world may be in chaos, but I'm speaking revival. I know my body may be hurting, but I'm speaking healing. I know my generations behind me, my family might be messed up, but I'm speaking wholeness. I'm speaking salvation. I'm releasing it. I'm binding up the works of the enemy over the earth, over my home, over my job, over my finances, over my family. And I'm speaking the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. You've got a key. You've got a key. And you've got to use what God has given you and I find it so crazy that we live in a time that the world has gained boldness like never before we live in a time when the world is locking and unlocking so many things both in the natural and in the spirit there's a passage of scripture I want to read turn to the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 19 I'm sorry, Luke chapter 10, verse 18. When you're there, just say amen. Luke chapter 10, verse 18. 
Here's what it says. He replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Verse 19, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. I was looking at this passage last night and this morning, and it just really began to speak out to me. I intended on starting and reading that passage in verse 19, where it says, I've given you authority. But verse 18 began to stick out to me so much. He replied, Jesus saying, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And a lot of times that's where we rejoice. I saw Satan fall. He fell. He fell. Yes, he fell. But where did he fall? On the earth. So what Jesus is doing here is he is making us aware. I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. He's bringing awareness to where now the enemy's working. But he didn't stop with saying the enemy's there. He went right into saying, I have given you, say that's me, authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing, nothing will harm you. Keys carry power. You've got power over the enemy. And this is the thing about bringing the body of Christ to the next level. That's why I love the theme of this conference so much. Bringing the body of Christ to the next level. Whenever you go to the next level, whenever you step higher, See, let me, let me just go here. There's a, there's a saying, new level, new devil. That may be true, but I hate that with a passion because it makes people scared and timid to go to a new level. Oh, you're going to go to another level? Well, you're going to face another devil. Oh, you're asking God to use you? That's great, brother, but you, Satan's going to be right there waiting for you, son. <laughs> oh, you feel called into the ministry. Ain't that cute? Are you ready to talk to the devil? Call the body of Christ up, yes, but also let them know when you do face the enemy at this new level, understand God says, I have given you the authority to go to the next level, but when you go to the next level, the enemy's not going to be on this level with you. You're going to trample. That means he's going to be under your feet. So when you use the keys that God has given you to go to the next level and unlock that next door, when you step into the power of God in that next level, God has given you the authority and the power to trample on serpents, serpents and scorpions. So what that means is as the body of Christ rises up and goes to this next level in this time and in this season, it's not going to be a weak-willed, mild, timid church. It's going to be a body of believers that may not look the part, that may not sound the part, that may not act the part, but they're going to stand up in the power of the Holy Spirit and step on the things that's stepping on the earth right now. I saw Satan fall like lightning, but he fell just low enough for me to get on top of what he's doing. I've gotten to the point where I, I'm, I'm tired of cohabitating with the enemy. Jesus did not say coexist until I come. He said, I want you to occupy till I come. 
I want you to take the key, unlock the door, and live in the house like you own it. Usher in the kingdom of heaven. Occupy till I come. Take authority till I come. Use the keys I've given you till I come. He has given you the keys to occupy. He's given you the keys to occupy. When Jesus died on the cross, he went, took the keys of death, hell, and the grave from Satan and said, those belong to you. He didn't keep them. He told his disciples, here in just a little while, you're going to see me be nailed to a cross. You're going to see me suffer, and you're going to see me die. But I'm going to give you something in the process. I'm going to give you the ability to do what it is that I've been telling you. And so when he died, he faced Satan and said, no longer do you have the authority here. He took the keys and immediately said, here you go. Now you've got the authority to trample on scorpions and serpents. You've got the keys. Boy, what would happen if the church today garnered this understanding and begin to live it out? How amazing could this revival be if we just began to occupy until he came? If we begin to live here the way that God intended us, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. It's the very way Jesus told us how to pray with our voice. And the enemies tried so hard to silence the voice of the church. But I believe I'm speaking to people right now who will not be silenced. I believe there's people watching online that you're going to determine in your mind, in your spirit, and in your heart that no matter what, I will not be silenced. I'm going to use the keys that God has given me. I guarantee if you pulled out your keychain now, every key would look different. But they still unlock something. That's why there's diversities of gifts. They're all different. No two people are wired the same. You may not be an outgoing, gregarious, speaking type of person, but you still have a key. Your past may be littered. That key may be damaged and old and bruised and cracked and bent and fixed, but it still unlocks a door. All keys are different. They all do different things. They all do different tasks, but they're all necessary. That's what I love about what God is doing in the earth today. He's raising up people who don't look alike, who are different denominations, who have different beliefs. But he's using them together to usher in his kingdom, to usher in revival. To show the world what it really looks like to occupy. Occupy till I come. Occupy till I come. Jesus is returning soon. We're closer than we've ever been. The signs are there. 
You can almost hear the wedding bells as Jesus is anxious to come and receive his bride unto himself. But he said, just before I get there, I just occupy. Just do what it is I've called you to do. Just use your keys. Just unlock things in the spirit. Unlock things in the heavenlies. But also bind up things. Whatsoever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Church, it's time to bind some things. More than ever, it is time to bind up some things. It's time to plead the blood once again. It's time to call out. It's time to intercede. It's time to go after God. It's not time to get silent. It's not time to sit back and watch and wonder. No, it's time to occupy. It's time to, where's the Joshua and Caleb's today? It's time to say, we can take those giants. We can take the land. We can take that mountain. I know the grapes may be bigger than my head. I know there may be giants in the land, but we can do this. Where are the Joshua's and the Caleb's that say, we're going to occupy what God has said is ours is ours. And we're not going to settle. Behold, Jesus said, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. And nothing, say nothing. nothing. Come on, say it, say nothing. nothing. No thing shall by any means harm you. Nothing shall harm you. Jesus said, when you face trials and tribulations of all kinds, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Not only has he given you a key, but he will lead you along the path to the next door, to the next thing. As you make a choice to go to the next level, as you make a choice to move from here to say, God, you know what? If you're bringing me higher, I'm willing to go. As you make a choice to step into everything that God has for you, he will lead you along the way, lead you to the next door. See, too, too many times, Lord, open. Too many times we say, Lord, open up a door. Lord, if you'll just open up a door for me, Jesus. If you'll, Lord, if you'll just put, just open. Behold, I stand at the door and knock, Jesus. If you'll just open up, I'll step on in. And I believe a lot of times God's like, I've given you the key. You got it. What you waiting on? Come on in. The house is yours. He said, come unto me, come, come, come where I'm calling you, come where you've been feeling me pull on the inside, come towards that thing, that vision that I put on your heart, and your mind years ago that you've laid down. Could it be that the reason why it took so long is not because God forgot about it, but it was because God was setting you up and leading you to the door to open. Could it be that God just wanted you to understand, I've given you the power to do what I've called you to do. I've equipped you. I've enabled you. And I have given you the authority to step on everything that tries to walk at your level. Nothing shall by any means harm you. You've got what it takes because you've got Jesus. And when you've got him, you've got all that you need. And he has given you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done 
on earth just as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come on earth, the very place that God saw Satan fall like lightning. The place that God said, I want you to occupy. No matter how hard the enemy tries to take over society, occupy till I come. No matter how hard the enemy tries to stir and twist the rhetoric of the news of the world, no matter what it may be, I want you to occupy. No matter what's going on in Washington, I want you to occupy until I come. A part of occupying till he comes is that you're going to draw people. It's that end time harvest. As the world begins to see the church occupy, they're going to see the thing that they're missing. They're going to see the thing that they're longing for. They're going to see Jesus. They're going to see miracles. They're going to see revival. But it all starts with the body of Christ opening up the door. Letting the kingdom of heaven flow through your life. That's where it starts. Equipping and training happens here. The releasing of the kingdom of heaven happens there. In your jobs. In your families. In your home. That's where it happens. That's where it takes place. And that's where the keys that God has given us are intended to be used. So what are the keys? Your voice, your prayer, your praise, your passion, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I have given you the keys. And when he left on the Mount of Ascension, he told him, go and wait in Jerusalem. I'm sending the comforter, the spirit of truth. And when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you. He will lead you into all truth. And as you use the keys that God has given you, as you use your voice, as you use your passions, what it is that God has put on your heart, the things that make you cry, the things that stir you, as you use your time, your talent, your ability, the Holy Spirit will lead you, will comfort you, will guide you, will keep you, will strengthen you. Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus never said it would be easy. He never said that it would be a bed of roses. But he said, as you step higher, as you go to the next level, as you step into what I've called you to do, he said, I'll go with you even to the ends of the earth. I will never leave you. And I will never forsake you. As you tread on serpents and scorpions, I will be right there with you. Mercy and grace will follow me all the days of my life. At every level I step into, mercy and grace will follow me. Every place I go, every scorpion and serpent I tread on, mercy and grace will follow me. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord, the Bible said, forever. You're not alone. It won't be easy. But you've got a friend in Jesus. Let me speak to somebody watching. You're afraid to step into this because you don't know what it's going to look like. You don't know what the next step's going to be. Let me tell you, don't worry about the next step. Worry about this step. Take a step and watch what God does. Watch what God does through your life. Use your keys. Use your keys. Keys give you authority, and he gave them to you. 
And whatever the enemy tries to hit you with, you have authority over. And I did not lie to you. I'm almost done. (laughs) Told you I'd be quick. You have access to everything God says is yours. Everything in this book. Every promise, every blessing, every bit of power, every bit of authority. It's not reserved for the guy with the mic. It's you. It's for you. Jesus said, I'll give you the keys. And so what I really felt like that God wanted me to do today as this conference is themed around taking the body of Christ to the next level is to let you know you've got the keys to do it. God's given you the power. He's given you the authority. You may feel like you don't have much more years left, but if you've got one year, two years, three years, a month, it doesn't matter. God can do more in a moment than we could do in a lifetime. You may have your whole life still yet ahead of you. Are you using the keys that God has given you? Are you living to the fullest of your potential? It'll be intimidating. It'll be scary. But it will be worth every second. The lives that will be changed. As you begin to see the kingdom of heaven operate in your life, in your environment. The Bible said, be ready to give an answer for those that ask of the hope that lies within you. You know how they notice the hope that lies within you? They see the kingdom working in your life by you using the keys that God's given you. Just say this. Say, I have a key. And I am going to use it. Bow your heads, if you will. I want to pray over you. Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for everything that you have done. Lord, I thank you for speaking. I thank you for every person in this room, God. I feel so many gifts. I feel so many things stirring in their lives and their hearts. God, I feel your power in each one of them. And Father, I pray that from this day forward, they would begin to unlock things in the Spirit. But I pray they would step into the power and the authority that you've given them. And I pray that, God, they would begin to bind up the works of the enemy in this nation, in their lives, in their homes. And Father, I release the kingdom of heaven. I pray that as they bind up the enemy and release your kingdom, they would begin to see miracles work. I pray that, God, they would begin to see you do the greatest and mightiest things they ever could have imagined. Father, would you do what your word said? Go exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Lord, you are a good God. Just all across this room, just for about two or three minutes, would you just lift your hands as you feel comfortable and just love on Jesus? Just begin to tell him how good he is. Oh, God, you're so good. If you feel comfortable, just out loud, just begin to tell him, just you and Jesus right now. You and him are the only ones here right now. God, you're so good. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just feel refreshing in this room right now. God is refreshing some of you. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Shada Bahasha. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, the journey's been hard for some of you. 
as you've been walking on this journey, there's been some rough seasons that you've been in, but boy, there's a refreshing in this place right now. God is touching you. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Ooh. Come on, there it is. Just receive that refreshing right now. There's this refreshing water of the Spirit of God in this place. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, you're going to laugh again. I feel joy. Come on, as God's refreshing you, there is supernatural joy coming. As you watch the news, you're no longer going to be tore up about what's going on. You're going to smile and laugh because as you see it get worse, you're only going to see God move more. You're going to laugh with anticipation. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. There's somebody in here, you've been wondering, God, what do you want me to do? God, I don't know where I fit. God's going to show you your peace. God's going to show you your key. Oh, hallelujah. It's going to make sense real soon. It's going to make sense really soon. God's going to give you clarity and vision. You're going to know exactly what it is. It may be big, it may be small, but when God shows you, there's going to be so much peace. You felt like a missing piece your entire life. But God's restoring every year that the enemy has taken what the canker and the palmer worm, the locusts have eaten. God's giving it all back. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, your peace is here. Whoo, Jesus, just receive the peace of God. This peace that passes all understanding. My, 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 my. Whoo, Jesus. <laughs> Ooh, let's just let that settle for a minute. Just receive that peace. Hallelujah. <laughs> 